Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU schedules up. Is it too hard, just right, or not enough? Former Cougar and current Oakland Raider, my homeboy, Spencer Hadley, a.k.a. Deuce Badger, joins us. Plus, we play What's the Chance? And obviously, Michael Elisa is guest host. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Michael Elisa. What is up? It is Thursday, January 22nd. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am pumped today. Jerem Jordan alongside Michael Elisa. What, what? Show debut. What's up, man? Bro, I'm feeling a lot of energy, man. I'm feeling good. And I just scream when I try and get I'm energy. just happy to be here with you. I know that you consumed some Red Bull before this. <laughs> I did. Don't tell anybody. Come on, too Jerem. late now. When do Gosh. we? When do we start the show? <laughs> yeah, this has been uh, this has been guest host week. Brian Logan Monday, Tuesday. David Nixon yesterday for his first time, and then you today, which is fantastic. Uh, you were a guest in the fall regularly on a weekly basis uh, on BYU Sports Nation. Now you're a guest host. So what are you up to now that uh, it's winter semester? Oh, I'm working with the startup company in Salt Lake. Um, there are three of us, and uh, it's going pretty well. We just got our office set up yesterday. You went to Ikea and got some furniture. Yes, we That's did. an important part of the process. It's kind of hard because I had surgery on my shoulder two yeah. weeks ago. So um, I looked like a sissy out there. I was only carrying things with one hand, and I couldn't <laughs> carry much. That's okay. You've got to do that sometimes. Uh, speaking of surgery, yeah, a bunch of BYU guys before uh, spring ball. Some, this is the time post-bowl game you get surgery and you prep for uh, you'll probably miss spring, but you prep for the fall, right? Yeah, it's kind everyone of a regular head to the hospital. The season just ended. <laughs> Get you, fixed up. You go straight. You go straight from the brawl <laughs> to the hospital. That's yeah. just what happens. The conversation is alive twenty four seven on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Twitter question: When looking at BYU's future football schedule, is it not enough, just right, or too tough? This sounds like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It really does. Yeah, and so I think that who's Goldilocks? Though? Tom Homo, obviously. Okay. Uh, first tweet: hashtag BYUSN. Use it on Twitter. Twiggier Stone, okay. You need to play in the big games to get the big names. This helps with the recruiting limitations. What do you think of that? Uh, I, I agree that the big names do help with recruiting. But then I think about morale. If you don't win those big games, is it tough on morale? Well, that's the risk. That's yeah, the risk. That's and a, as a former player, you can speak to that for yeah. sure. And we'll dive into that in a moment. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in on our Goldilocks and the Three Bears Twitter question today. And with that... We rise and shout, it's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Independent scheduling. If we are really good on a given year and win all our games, or maybe 11 of the games, and we have a really, really tough schedule, people respect that. And that's kind of been a great formula for the past for us. And that is indeed the trick, is to win when you schedule those games. This top of mind because BYU scheduled a road and home game with Michigan State yesterday, 2016 at Sparty, 2020 in Provo. The Cougars continue to schedule relevant, timely, awesome games as they continue scheduling as, a, uh, as an independent. And with that, Michael, there are a lot more Power 5 teams in there, the P5 teams. Now, the awesome part of that is you're playing a better schedule. You were part of 2013. Uh, uh, I guess the first four games of that. But that was a tougher schedule. It what was. What it was that season like? Because that's kind of what BYU is going to get into in 15 and 16. So it, it does two things. I'm going to talk about preseason first. And that having a schedule like that, I know that the guys are looking at that right now in the locker room, and they're just 
extra motivated. You know, they just got a you lift harder. Yeah, a little extra schedule? juice in their not coffee, but the juice in their uh, orange <laughs> juice. And uh, <laughs> you wouldn't put juice in coffee anyways, right? You would not. I don't know why you would. But they're just going extra hard because they know that they need to. To, to go up against these kind of opponents. So it does give you a little extra surge of energy. Okay, and then in the season? Then in the season, it, it becomes a grind. you got to be tough mentally. And uh, the, the, the question that you brought up, what if you don't win those games? Then how's the morale for the team going to be? But if you win them, then all is well in, in Cougar Nation. Okay, 2015 and 2016 are fleshed out quite a bit for BYU. Obviously, uh, you've looked at, we looked at 16 and 20 last, uh, yesterday. Because of what BYU's got coming up, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 17. Are you dancing a little bit? Brian Logan loves to dance during this part. Isn't this Brian's favorite song? <laughs> I think so. And something by, uh, you know, who, who knows? I don't even know his favorite Taylor artist. Swift? Taylor Swift. Yes, that, that, that matches perfectly. He always sings there. BYU plays 17 different P5 teams in the next six years. Eight of those have multiple games. Let's just look at some of these teams that BYU has coming up. Nebraska, we're talking P5 only. Nebraska, UCLA, Michigan, Missouri, Arizona, Utah, West Virginia, Michigan State, LSU, Cal, Washington, Wisconsin, Virginia, Washington State. I'm trying to just say the unique ones. Arizona State, Stanford, USC in there. Notre Dame is supposed to be in there. Probably won't. It doesn't sound like it. But that's, a, that's 17. Hopefully I listed all 17. 17. That's exciting. That's great stuff. It sounds like a like a Power Five season, like when they're all combined like that. Might as well, yeah. Let's let's play a seventeen game schedule with all P (laughs) fives. No, that would be that would be disaster. It's very exciting, and so fifteen and sixteen. Let's hone in on those because those are the schedules that are closest and have fleshed themselves out quite a bit. BYU starts twenty fifteen with at Nebraska, then Boise State, who's basically a P five team without being a P five team, at UCLA, at Michigan. Then 2016, you start neutral Arizona at Utah, home to UCLA, neutral West Virginia at Michigan State. So I ask you, Michael Elisa, the Twitter question, is it too tough, just right, or not enough? Okay, I've been thinking about this pretty hard, Jerem, and uh, man, I'm going to have to say that part of me would like to have just a little bit less. A little bit less of P5 teams? I think so. Okay, what if these I, games were home? What if some were home? There's a, there's a large... Okay, there's nine in the next two seasons, and one is at home. I, th- does that, I don't know. For, for me, that doesn't really make a difference. I, I just think doesn't that... Doesn't matter? Uh, doesn't matter. Okay. I think that if we can just have a better record, I think that will look better. I know, I know what the goal is of trying to get more P5 teams on the schedule, but I think if we can just get a better record, we'll be set. I think that's what we, that's what we want. Okay, let's look at the, how, how you do this. And if you break down P5 games in the next couple of years, 4, 5, 2, 5, 5. 17 not fleshed out all the way, obviously. I think BYU adds a couple. In 17, BYU has LSU and Utah. Um, and I believe that's to start the season. Yeah. LSU in Houston, then Utah. What do you want out of the season? Because I don't think that you can schedule super tough and also want, say, the New Year's Six and to be undefeated. We heard Tom Homo at the start of this segment talk about if we can go, you know, only have one or two losses, that's a pretty good formula for us. Here's the thing with BYU, though. Because of its lack of access to the New Year's Six, BYU has to beat out, say, this year it would have been Michigan State, TCU, Baylor as an mm-hmm. at-large. That's not going to happen unless you're undefeated. Right. So basically it would have been Miami. It was going to be Miami Beach Bowl all the way right. unless you went undefeated. And th- even then, 
you'd have to beat out someone as an at-large. So do you do the Boise State model? Do you do you dominate your conference, you, play kind of a lesser you schedule? You play down yeah. and, and, and beat everybody there. Play one or two big games, win those games, and you get noticed. Or do you toughen up uh, in an attempt to – BYU's trying to look attractive to get into a P5 at some point. What what do you do? What do you enjoy more? What do you want out of yeah. the season? What, and you watch the Boise State model, and you and you kind of got to respect that because they, they, they had I'm jealous. great – I'm jealous. They had great winning records. And then they had you know two or three tough teams a season – and they were able to spend all their energy focusing on those teams because they didn't have other teams taking their attention from that. And they were able to stay healthy. I think when you play this many P5 teams, you're going to have some injuries. And uh, not being in a Power 5 conference, BYU doesn't have the uh, luxury of other teams do in the Power 5 conferences of having so much depth like they do. So we lose one guy, and all of a sudden, we're scrambling. That happens just to this survive. year. Yep. The, the one guy went down, and the, the season one guy. changed. Yeah, exactly. The season changed. I, I really think that there's two ways of doing it, and you ha- if, if you toughen up and schedule real tough, the question in a lot of BYU fans' mind, well, what if you went undefeated? You're not going undefeated with the 15 and 16 schedules. That's not going to happen. Well, I mean, you, you could play devil's advocate and say, what if? But, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll wait until that happens. But, but the, you throw so, the 1984 team in there. You throw the 96 team in there. You throw the I, – I think they lose a game or two. Throw Boise State, those undefeated Boise State teams in there. They lose a game or yeah. two. The, the, uh, the Boise State that beat Oklahoma and the Tostitos Festival, they have these t- types of schedules. They're, they're going to they're lose a game. Yes. So an, a non-BYU uh, uh, team with losses is going to whatever bowl game it's going to go to that isn't New Year's Six. So do you want, if you want New Year's Six as BYU, stop scheduling Michigan State and LSU and Nebraska and Michigan. I'm serious. But the other side of the coin is this. How exciting is the season going to be? Because even if you let's say BYU goes two and two in September, I am stoked. Right. Because then that means you beat two of those teams. Two big teams. Yeah. That's the other way of doing it. You're not aiming for New Year's six, but you're trying to just stay relevant. And you could be ranked uh, and go nine and three, win a bowl game, ten and three, and now you did something. But what what makes people happier just on the outside? 50%, winning against lesser, fifty percent winning against you know great teams. Or undefeated against mediocre teams. I okay. The, uh, let me put on the blue goggles and I'll tell you. Oh, I want all of it. I want to play all the good teams. I want big teams. I want Tyson, undefeated. Tyson wins the Heisman. BYU wins the national championship. People, these things are not happening. Okay, I'll tell you what. If BYU plays a lesser schedule, you made a great point earlier. If BYU played a lesser schedule, a Boise State schedule a couple years ago, Taysom Hill might be in New York. Oh, but, guaranteed. But when you have the think 20- about the numbers he could put up yes. against mediocre teams. Ooh. That's scary to just to think about. And when you have 2015-16 kind of schedules, BYU is going to lose some games. The question becomes how many. Now, this is a BYU program fresh off of eight wins three years in a row, so it's hard to think that BYU makes a huge jump because you've gone 8-8-8. But a team like TCU went five wins to 12 wins. A team like Memphis went three wins to 10 wins. So we could just come out of the ballpark next year and just fly into the stratosphere. That could happen. And and that would be it would be the most unbelievable season in BYU history given that schedule. Yeah. So so your former teammates what what are they thinking right now as they go into 2015 with <sighs> their schedule? Well, okay, I'm I'm as a player I know that they they're just looking at the first game game one they're not looking past that. Come on, man, they're not looking at the fact that there's other now, teams on the now, schedule. No, listen, listen, they're looking <laughs> at the game, but in the peripheral <laughs> they're seeing all these other teams. And they're like, holy cow, we got our work cut out for this this season. 
And uh, I know there's a little nervousness about these other big teams that they're going to face. There has to be. If if you're not nervous for those games, you're lying to yourself, and you're and you really don't know football because you got to be on your A game for that. BYU is challenging itself and welcoming the challenge for sure. And that first task is Nebraska. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. Two twenty-six. That's it. Just two hundred twenty-six days until this BYU football schedule in twenty fifteen happens. And we ask you. When looking at BYU's future football schedule, is it not enough, just right, or too tough? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At PWNer1019, a regular, just right. One, one does not simply just jump into greatness. Was that a Boromir meme reference? You work your way up into it, hence the 2015 schedule. Interesting. I thought 2013 was similar to what BYU is going to face in 1516. I think 1516 is tougher than 13. But 13, BYU played seven Power 5 conference uh, teams. That was a challenging schedule. BYU went 8-5, but there were 6-2 and two going into November. You had Notre Dame and Wisconsin. You win one of those. There was a ch- BYU was thinking it had an outside chance at the BCS game at that point. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? Maybe uh, he is right. Maybe it is just enough to help the team grow and improve this year. It's um, just all stacked up. I, I, I think when we look at all five years together, and we see it's intimidating. Yeah, all these Power Five conferences. That, I mean, teams that we're going to be playing in the next couple of years. Then, yeah, it seems like a little much. But yeah, why, why are we looking ahead of two, two, 2015? Because that's what we do here. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the. We look beyond Post the next game. Player life, <laughs> dude. Just we look, we always look past the next game. It doesn't we matter look anymore. beyond the next game. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the media, Michael, Lisa, and guess what? The BYU fans that want to be in a Power Five conference. This is what it would be like every stinking year. Every stinking year. At Bronco for Press. Too tough. Need to follow the Boise State model. Start with beatable teams and undefeated seasons. Bring recruits and fans. Then build up. That's the other side of the coin. BYU's chosen not to go that way, but that's an interesting look. Keep the tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up next on BYU Sports Nation. A man who once took a picture like the Step Brothers photo with Michael Elisa. Former Cougar and current Oakland Raider Spencer Hadley is in the house next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation, and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up Friday night, gymnastics versus Utah State, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Watch that on BYU TV. Today's Twitter question when looking at BYU's future football schedule, is it not enough, just right, or too tough? Use the hashtag BYUSN at BLDO6. Not enough, he says, Michael Lisa. I'd rather lose to LSU than to Nevada. If we want to be a P5, then we should play P5s. That's fair. So he's saying, if we're going to lose, might as well lose to a good team. I hate that if we're going to lose, but... Yeah, you're challenging I mean, yourself. They're, yeah. You're probably going to have some more. That is true. If we're going to lose, might as well lose to a good team, but and let's, get, and let's, get paid. let's assume that we're not going to lose. Yeah, yeah we're going to make some money, but <laughs> let's assume that we're not going to lose against the Nevadas next time. That is the hope, indeed. Yeah. We now welcome to the show a guy who we've never had on the show who uh, has had quite the story in getting to the NFL. He is Spencer Hadley. Spencer, how's it going, man? It's going great. Thanks for having me. The welcome. man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, hardly. <laughs> I, I want to lead off with the, uh, with the photo of you two as stepbrothers from, was that 2013? Was that I, that long ago now? It was. It was going into our junior year. August. Was it? No, no. No. It was going into our senior year. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, already, I, I already registered that year, but, but yeah, you're senior yes, year. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that so that was like the the linebacker. No, you were running back. I was a running back still. Oh, you were on the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> you were on the dark side. <laughs> so tell us what's the origin of this picture because it makes me laugh every time. Single. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's in Provo. Hit him up before he leaves. <laughs> we're tweeting the photo out on uh, Twitter for those on Reddit. What, what's the origin of this photo? Well, we were. I, it was picture day. It was picture day. We, this was the first time that we've seen those those blazers, and we thought they were <laughs> the coolest thing ever. So we have our ties on, and and we just did our pictures individually. And then I said, "Hey, Spence." And Mike was like, "Let's do a Step Brothers. Let's Step Brothers. Who's Will Ferrell? What, is it? You got the mustache. It'll be perfect, man." <laughs> I don't remember. And I don't remember who's sitting and who's standing. Who's where? But I do know that was a one shot take. They took that picture and they one, showed it to us, and, and both of us just started crying, yep. laughing. <laughs> Like that is the funniest thing One and I've done. ever seen in my life. Perfection, the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer, man. Uh, so you've had quite the journey to get to the Raiders. Um, I guess walk us through. Uh, let's start with Wisconsin, 2013. You get injured in that game. Uh huh. At that point, it's looking tough. But now we sit here and you're on an NFL team. How'd you How'd you get to that point? Oh, how long do we have? Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. No, it, it it was a journey for sure. Um, initially, when I got hurt. I knew it was bad. Um, I didn't know how bad until I came to the sideline. And then some of my worst fears were confirmed. We thought it was the ACL as well. And it wasn't until the next day we got an MRI and the image came back that we found out my ACL was still intact. And then I knew I had a chance. And so then... um, Really quick rewind. I drove you home that night. I picked you up from the airport. I was was injured. I watched the game on TV. So I get hurt and I I was like, my boy. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I remember we were both like, man, the season's over. You're done. Done, yeah. And no, I, yeah, I, was... I didn't know if I'd ever play again because, you know, if my ACL was gone, <laughs> it was almost impossible. Yeah. Um, but it was intact and um, started the rehab process, and it took a long time. It took a long time. It was a pretty extensive injury. There was the MCL, and then a lot of other damage was done in there. But um, was able to get it together. Um Trained really hard. Had a had a pretty good pro day. Um, Saints signed you. Saints signed me after the draft, and went out there and uh, didn't get to spend a lot of time there. Didn't feel like I really had a great opportunity to show uh, what I was made of. And and personally, I don't feel like I was I was getting a lot of my strength back, but I don't feel like I was nearly as explosive as I'd been in the past, or mm-hmm. I didn't feel like myself. <clears throat> um, I ended up getting cut there. And came back here to Utah where I was training, uh, trained with a little while with um, for a little while with Jordan Pendleton, uh, Pendleton Performance, and which is, I mean, everyone remembers Jordan Pendleton. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that was a blast. That that helped me a lot. My wife said in reference to him at the podiums in some post game, she goes, "He literally scares me. Like I'm scared of that man." <laughs> I thought she was gonna say, "Jerem, can you get on his weightlifting schedule?" <laughs> no, she knows what I am. <laughs> no, he's got that face too. He just looks like he's angry all the time. He's actually a really nice guy. Um, but no, I trained there and and <clears throat> that helped me a lot. And I remember, I actually remember having several conversations with Mike about this too. I remember I'd kind of decided, oh, this just may not happen. I may not get another shot. Saints was it. I'm, you know, time to think about step two or you know option B. And uh, I remember I called my dad. And I asked him if they had work on the farm for me to go home. I was going to work. I was going to continue training and work, just work on the farm that winter semester. Mm-hmm. or the, Sorry, that fall. And then if nothing happened by the end of that season, you know, if I didn't get picked up 
somewhere along the way. This is this <clears> fall. This last this, fall. This is just this last mm-hmm. fall. Then I would go, you know, come back to school and just start living the dream. And uh, and then literally the next morning, the next morning my phone rang and it was a Bay Area phone number. I answered it. And it was the Oakland Raiders and they said, we have a spot for you. Um, can you catch a plane at this time? And I hung up the phone and two hours later was sitting on an airplane headed out to to Oakland and and then... I mean that's another story. Just did something, I guess, and they they kept me around. So so you're on the practice squad, and then uh, <coughs> they switch. You switch positions. Well, but before oh, that, can can okay. I brag about Spencer really quickly? Yeah. So so during the so during oh fall camp or, or what, what do you guys call it? Training camp. Yeah, training camp. Um, Spencer tears open his hand, but he has gloves on. Oh, you it, told me the story just this just morning. in the middle yeah, of yeah. practice, he tears open his hand. And uh, just keeps fighting through this. And finally, the trainers are like, hey, Spence, stop. There's blood, like, flowing from your glove. And, and I'm, I'm picturing, like, someone's, like, pouring, like, of, you know, water out of a cup, but it's coming out of his glove. And uh, they take off the glove, and he has a finger, like, hanging on by a thread. What, what happened? <laughs> it's actually really embarrassing how it happened because <laughs> we were just doing ball drills. And they throw the ball a lot harder in the NFL. <laughs> just a little, I'm sure. Just a little bit harder. And um, I just, I was going to catch the ball, and I just misjudged it. The ball hit my finger. It was my middle finger, and it bent it back. And, all, I mean, we had the glove on, so we don't really know what happened exactly. But all they can guess is that it dislocated, and the bone popped out of the skin. It ripped my finger open. Like, when I got the glove off, it was from side to side just open and wow there's meat everywhere <laughs> but did that stop spencer hadley no wow that's why he's in the nfl that's why you're, you're it was my first end. day this is, no i was still playing linebacker okay. but this was my first day at training camp oh wow and i split open my finger and at first i thought it was just a jam finger you know i'm just kind of like grabbing it were you yanking it, like, it yeah oh my <laughs> goodness ripping more <laughs> probably i didn't know you know when you first jam something or hit something it's kind of numb and and so then i a couple minutes later, like Michael was saying, I looked down at my hand and I noticed it was it was literally like pouring from my glove. And the trainer comes over, like, "What's wrong with your hand?" And I was like, uh, "Nothing, I'm fine." And he's <laughs> like, "No, he's, like, to be he's like, take your glove off." What? Well, I, I didn't want to get hurt my first day, you know. Yeah. I'm like, "Gosh, now they're gonna cut me for sure." Like, we'll be here six hours and go home. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they they we took the glove off and it was split open. We went inside and they. You know, gave it a couple of shots and stitched it up, and then went and finished practice. I'm went sure and finished I'm sure, practice. Yeah, I'm wow. sure that endeared you to the coaches, your fellow teammates. I actually did gain quite a bit of respect from the other linebackers from that one, so mm. that was cool. So was you, nice. so you're on the practice squad for most of the season. Then I want to uh-huh. say, what was it? Three three weeks before the end of the season or so, you get you make the 53 man roster. Right. When uh, when right. was that? And what was that experience like when they uh, bring you into the office or call you? Oh, I mean, just as you imagine it, it was pretty exciting. You know, I'd been there all season, and and had there had been hints, uh, moments where it almost happened. Um, like you mentioned earlier, I got moved to fullback, and uh, that kind of came about. Uh, uh, me and then Boje Filamoyatu played at Utah State. Um, was a rookie linebacker there as well, and he and I were. A couple of the tight ends went down, so we were helping out with the scout offense as well, playing tight end and fullback. And um, 
just through some of those plays, they were like, hey, you could you could play fullback. Do you want to? And so they switched me over to fullback, and uh, <clears throat> that happened when a fullback got hurt. So I was almost activated at that point. And then they, it ended up not happening. I played fullback for almost half the season. And then at the end of the season, a guy got hurt, one of the linebackers. And so they switched me back over to linebacker and activated for the last two games. Um, mm-hmm. Played the Buffalo Bills game and the Denver Broncos. So that was that was a pretty cool experience. That was fun to to actually go out on a game day, you know, wearing the the Raider black and silver. And the then, Raiders. You know what I'm saying. Now, so 2015, what do you think? <clears throat> Linebacker or fullback? I, I have no idea. I have no idea, especially with the new all-new coaching staff. So it's kind of – I don't know. What, what's your, <laughs> they, wherever they, they need you. They haven't told me. Yeah, wherever they need me, right? <laughs> um, like they haven't really said anything. So, What's your we'll situation with the Raiders? Are you under contract for next I'm, year? I'm under contract. So the, the contract was for the remainder two days and then or two games and then this next season. So I'll come into season under contract and you basically start back at square one, having to earn a spot. So you, really, you'll have to so. make the 53-man roster right. again next year? Right. Okay. Yeah. Spencer Hadley is on BYU Sports Nation, member of the Oakland Raiders. So you'll what position do you prefer? Ooh. I didn't think it'd be this hard of a, an answer. Interesting. <laughs> My heart says linebacker, but it was pretty fun playing fullback. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It was fun. We do some fun stuff with our fullbacks and, and, and well, with our old offense so we'll see there's nothing like having the ball in your hand man (laughs) you would know man (laughs) trust you made the switch it's pretty fun it's fun and I played both ways in high school so a lot of it was like oh man I missed this you know like running routes and catching balls and stuff so either way whichever whatever they want I'll do whatever right on so so okay you get activated um we saw that you you celebrated by sealing the deal with uh, a lucky lady Oh yeah, she wore she even wore white for me, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. I believe, we, I believe we have a picture. Does of she her have up. a name? There she is. Oh, it's a car. Beautiful. That was a great tease on Twitter. She I was is like, good looking. I was like, Spencer Hadley got married. She's outside. He pulled a Brandon Davies. <laughs> Davies got married real quick, then went to France. So, what kind of car is this? And was this your bonus money from the uh, making the fifty three? Um, yeah, no, I I did a pretty good job of saving. Um, Bojay, the same guy and I, we shared an apartment, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty frugal anyway. So, saved up some money, and and uh, that's from a, a used car dealership up in Washington. A guy that our family, our, our our farm, who we've worked with quite a bit, you know. So he got me a pretty good deal, and it is, uh, you know, Chrysler 300 C's. There you go. It's nice. It's a fun little ride. Smooth. Our, our topic bar on TV says latest relationship. <laughs> True love. Awesome. Just love at first is it, sight. Is it pronounced Connell? Connell. Connell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in two weeks, I believe, your brother Matt, who played defensive yes. back at BYU, gets back from a mission. What are the plans for him in the upcoming season? Yeah, so um, I, the coaching staff, they're excited about him. They're excited about him coming back and, and getting in there. And I think he's... He's the type of kid. He's gonna come back ready. Um, he's he's lost a little bit of weight in talking to him, but he's also the type of kid that physically he'll put that back on pretty quickly. And uh, you know, if it's it's not gonna be a, a question of 
his his work ethic or his drive. Like he's gonna do what it takes to get back on the field, and and then you know from there it'll be how he learns the defense and how he, you know, how well his body does adjust if he can get back into it quick enough. Which I I think he will. But right. And Spence, we've talked about this before, and I. I'd always tell Matt, I'd encourage him to, to maybe move to offense. And, and I remember having these conversations with you before he left and even while he was still on his mission. What do you think? I think the kid is a natural runner. Does he play I, running I, back in high school? Right? He did. Yeah, he, well, played running back is kind of an understatement. The kid practically rewrote the record book in the state of Washington. Um, I think he's second only to Jonathan Stewart in career wow. yards. Yeah. JT. Which, which is only by a few. And Matt... His whole senior year didn't play a single fourth quarter except for in the state championship. So, wow. I mean, the ki- he's 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 a special talent, you know, on either side of the ball. I think he can play both ways. Um, the coaching staff here, they just they want to see him at safety, and I don't know, the big brother would. I, I'd love to see him shine wherever, but I'd love to see him run the ball. They, there was something special about watching him run the ball in high school. I think he's got a vision for it, but. Is that a conversation you can have with Bronco? You just stop by and say, hey, what's yeah, up, man? Just uh, knock on just, the door. Just, by hey, the way, uh, love to see my yeah. brother running back. See <laughs> yeah. you later. Right after this. <laughs> I could probably have that conversation, but I don't know if it would go anywhere. <laughs> Let's call him now. Can we call Bronco right now and text Bronco? Yeah. Can we get him down here, put him on the show? <laughs> Spencer Adley's on BYU Sports Nation. We've been talking about uh, BYU's future schedule. Uh, BYU announced mm. Michigan State yesterday. Huge, huge series with them. Is there a point where you can schedule too tough? Uh, like 2015, BYU's got a fun start to the season, but is there is there a point of diminishing returns? You know, my pride would say no. My pride would say find, find the best and bring them to Provo, or let's go there, whatever. Let's let's strap up. Um, it, it, that's hard to say. You know, it's it's a debate where both sides have a valid point. Um, when you play the de- the best on a national stage, you bring in better recruits you know guys that I want to play those teams I want to play on that level I want to play on ESPN you know and and we we play on ESPN but you know against big talent against big games where scouts are going to be there and and then there's also you know it will what if we go undefeated and we get a bigger bowl and we get a little more exposure and we look better because we have a better power ranking at the end of the year and Mm -hmm. you know I think that there's both there's good arguments to both sides and both are valid and which one's better i guess i'm just glad i'm not the guy making that decision <laughs> that's why they pay tom homo what he gets paid yeah and and it, it'll be fun those schedules will be fun because i mean most of the weeks especially at the beginning you're it's going to be very exciting uh the fun part about the michigan state game in particular in same missouri is BYU's going to get some good games at home in november you guys were part of the transition period of independence where you know what at first we're gonna have to play idaho and idaho yeah. state and these new mexico state and these guys right so do you do you you don't have a preference of kind of the boise state model versus the byu model i don't i don't know that i do have a preference i think i i personally i like watching us compete against bigger teams mm-hmm. i think that's where we belong but like i said there's there's valid arguments to both sides I would. I'd love to see us play the big teams. I'd love to see us go in, shock the nation. You know, do what we believe we can do, and go play these big talents. I think we have the talent to. My my big concern would be our depth. Do we have the depth to 
sustain a season like that and to play against these guys where, you know, you, you, you go into the SEC, their first, second, third string defensive line rotation would play just about anywhere else. You know, they're, they've got guys almost three positions deep that they can just keep throwing at you. And, you know, we most years we don't have that kind of depth. And I think to play on that level, you need that kind of depth. But to build that kind of depth, you got to play on that level. So I think it goes You have to do it to get it or something. Right. right. Yeah, at some point. Spencer Adley is on BYU Sports Nation. Jeff Martin, the recruiting coordinator, was on the show on Monday and said that this recruiting <clears> class, <throat> the emphasis is that. And I think we saw that during this last season of, hey, if you have too many injuries, you're going to be in trouble. And I think anyone would be in trouble, unless your name's Ohio State, which that was the most unbelievable yeah. run in the history of mankind. But My word. At, at the NFL level, um, well, I was going to ask you, what, what was your welcome to the NFL moment, maybe in practice or in the two games that you played? Uh, like, like, did I ever get lit up? Like, was there a moment yeah, where you're like, oh, this is the NFL, like, Wow, was it a hit? Or uh, no, a I don't. I, I think honestly, day one is just kind of one of those things where you walk in and it's you. You you really kind of wonder if you're still on Earth. Like if there's these are humans <laughs> that you're with. Like they're so big. They are so big. These guys and they're so fast. And it's just everything is. It takes a few days to adjust, and I think those first couple of days were kind of my. Oh boy! Like, Wait, so like, like, everyone, everyone in the locker room is this is this athletic? Not, or, or just not like everybody. Few, no, they're well, are freak athletes, but the rest are your level. You know? Yeah, I would. I, yeah, I would say that. And I guess I was thinking more offensive, defensive line. You know, those guys mm-hmm. from college to NFL. It's you know, you take the cream of the crop as far as size, like the biggest guys at college, and throw them across the board in the NFL. They they're huge guys, and so that was kind of. Like, man, these guys are massive. And I remember actually coming back, watching the BYU-Cal game when they were out there, and, and I was on the sideline, and I remember standing there, and I was like, was it this small last year? <laughs> <laughs> and of course it was, but it's just, you know, you know what you're used to now. And, and anyway, it. but other than that, no, and, and Michael brings up a good point, is that like the NFL and on each team, I would say that there's seven or eight, guys that you're kind of like okay this is the nfl like Mm -hmm. these guys are the elite right the freaks the you know what do you like the 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 cam newton right the ziggy on the the justin tucks the you know Mm -hmm. these guys that are just superstars almost otherworldly they're so big and just freaks of nature Mm -hmm. but then the rest of us are all kind of the same there's just kind of a big melting pot of you you I remember sitting there several different times thinking, like, you know, we're all just, how are we here and not somebody, there's thousands of guys that mm-hmm. could have my spot right now that are just as equally talented, you know, equally as big or fast or strong and, and you know, why why us versus other guys and it's, there's, it's, it's very competitive. Every, we're all kind of, once you come down from that upper level, we're all kind of the same, I guess. I, I don't know. To explain that. Well, it's been fun to see uh, you make the roster, Daniel Sorensen to make the roster. Yeah. Of course, you see uh, Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansah. A lot of those guys from that 2012-2013 defense in the league. Yeah. It's been a proud moment for BYU, hoping for the next crop of guys to do something. 
I know, right? No, I hit your right shoulder, not your left. Yeah, yeah. Injured, by the way. <laughs> Just don't touch this one, please. <laughs> Spencer, now you know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. Uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you in the uh, Raider black and white. And uh, do you mind... Silver. Black and silver. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I had to. <laughs> no, please, please. We listened. We listened to some NFL films music with Raider, the Raiders this morning, just to get in the mood. Oh, there you great go. Song. There you Mike, go. Do you mind? Gra- oh, I, I can get it. You mind signing our Rise Up flag? Oh, of course. In it silver. Would, it would be my honor. In Raider silver. Only silver. Awesome stuff. We appreciate the time, Spencer. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay, brother Matt Deuce Hadley Badger. comes back. Oh, man. Deuce Badger. <laughs> He's got the car. I heard that in a while. Man, the myth, the legend. Picture. He's got everything going on. Coming up, more from BYU Sports Nation. We play What's the Chance? I'm Michael Elisa, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Wait a minute. That was Michael Elisa. This is Michael Elisa in studio as well. Jerem Jordan and the aforementioned Michael Elisa. I'm already reading that. You don't? No. We actually took audio <laughs> from the fall when you were just in here randomly, and then we put it together. Kind of like I a, like it. Kind of like Madden, you know. They know the situations, yeah. and they just do it. I read it kind of suave-ish. I know, you have more personality now, I think. I think you've amped it up, man. I think just being around you. Let's, let's, oh, is that what it was? Not Spencer, just me? Not so much Spencer. Where is Spencer? He's, is he on vacation? He's just hanging out, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, he can stay Which Spencer? We had Spencer Hadley in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Spencer Linton. Spencer Linton. Oh, yeah. Spencer Hadley. I know know where he is 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, find my, do you have Find My Friends? Find My Spencer. That's, Find My Spencer. It's an app. Go download it. My, my wife and I have Find My Friends, right? It's like, oh, where are you? Where are you? Um, my mother-in-law wanted me to add her on that. Like, yeah, I was like, no thanks. Yeah. Nope. And and then we had an what, awkward. What com- good would come out? Of we that? had an awkward conversation about this. She's <laughs> like, well, why wouldn't you want that? I was like, let's. I d- just don't worry about it. It was. It got really <laughs> awkward. I didn't want it to be, but it got really awkward. We remind you, women's hoops versus San Diego Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Today's Twitter question when looking at BYU's future football schedule: Is it not enough, just right, or too tough? At JG Cougar fan, just right. We need quality teams on our schedule to get the national recognition we want. More importantly, we need to beat them. That's that is the thing, isn't it? With these games, now BYU has a uh, a tough September. If BYU went two and two in that, I would be really happy with that. Yeah, four, I, four I, great teams. Two 50%. losses stinks, but guess what? If you go if you go five hundred against that schedule in in September. You're on your way to something that could be really, really good. Well, okay, do you want to be 500 against great teams or 100% against, against mediocre teams? That's the question. That is a, it's a hard question to answer. You want, you want well, to sprinkle I'll, in I'll, some Obviously, you don't, want to be five, you don't ever want to be 500. That just sounds bad, yeah. unless you're playing teams that – and on the road. If BYU had some of these home games, I might lean on 3-1. and one. If BYU had three home games, I would say 3-1. and one. But because That'd they're be on awesome. the road, that's yeah. a little tough. It is. Projecting but losses just you never stinks. It yeah, really yeah. does, but that's the way it is. But in, in my heart, I'm like, I'm so blue in there. I'm just like, no, we're going to go 4-0. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hopeful. I, yeah. I think, you know, there's, where there's a will, there's a way. We got a chance. At hashtag Giant Slayers. Yes. At Erika. Today's a good day. An entire hour of Michael Elisa on BYUSN. Be still my heart. <laughs> that's, that's very dramatic. You got, you got a fan of Who there. is this? <laughs> Erica Allen you Your been? brother tweeted At Josie Elisa When I buy shoes for my kids I get them with room to grow I'd rather be a giant killer Than a scrub beater Hashtag go Cougs Joe's right I would rather be a giant killer Than a scrub beater 
So would you rather play 2013, the 2013 schedule than the 2014? You were part of both. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, um, yeah. I, I, 2013 I think was tough. Seven P5s on this. I team. know. And it, it's just like, the, the, it all comes down to, can you win your games? Because, I, I know we had a tweet earlier about, I'd rather lose to LSU than Nevada. But we don't want to lose at all. I'd rather not lose. Yeah, I'd rather not lose. I, I get the question. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, okay, I'd rather have 2013. I want to go against big teams. Okay, and that was fun. And maybe BYU becomes Georgia Tech. Remember, Georgia Tech was BYU worked them two years in a row. And then last this last year, they were an at-large New Year's Six team. That's right. What's the chance of BYU getting a 10-win season in the near future? Find out next as we ask, what's the chance on BYU Sports Nation? Michael, get ready, man. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Saturday, Men's Hoops plays San Diego, 4 p.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Check that out on TV. It's on Time Warner, Root Sports, CSN California. Basically, good luck finding it on television. Uh, we need to read this tweet from Vic Soto. Let's hear it. Teammate of 08 with you, I right, believe. Right, right. Uh, NFL D-lineman, linebacker for a while. He says, Mike, referring to you, a.k.a. the next Alema Harrington. <laughs> Basically, Polynesian former BYU football player broadcaster, I think is what he's put you into there. I don't, I don't know if I can even be categorized with Alema Harrington. We love guys, Alema. I don't we know. Love I'm saying, yeah, I mean, he's, he's too far high and above me. Alema's got great hair, man. Great hair. And the suits. The suits. You've got to oh. love the suits. Oh, the suits. Unbelievable. Our Tuesday uh, Canada and kickoff man. conferences were constantly, the joke was that he was getting tailored at the time for a brand new suit. <laughs> that was the running, the running gag there. Well, he just has one of those bodies, I'm sure, that just fits suits perfectly. And the body. He doesn't need a good Alema. tailored. Hashtag the body. Uh, <laughs> no no uh, good transition out of that. We love different segments on this show, and uh, this next one's a lot of fun. It's called What's the Chance? BYU Sports Nation asks, what's the chance? 100% that we're going to play it right now. We ask a question, and then we give it a percentage. Let's start with number one. What's the chance BYU goes 2-2 two and two in their first four games next season? Let's look at these four games. At Nebraska, home to Boise State, at UCLA, at Michigan. 2-2, I'll, uh, two and two, I'll go 80%. I think there's a strong chance BYU goes 2-2. Two and two. I'm, I'm leaning on the 1-3 and three side, unfortunately. I, I just want to see BYU in fall camp, and then I can look at them and go, you know what, Nick Kurtz is a stud. BYU did replace some of those guys on defense. Taysom Hill is healthy. Jamal looks great. At that point, I would go, okay, now we're in business. There's a chance to go 4 0, but 2 and 2, I'll go 80%. I'll go 15%, 2 and 2. Because you think they'll do better? Because I think they're going to go 3 and 1, oh. pull off two close upsets against you know, UCLA at UCLA and then Michigan at the big house. Oof. And beat Boise State at home. And beat Boise State. Is that the one lock? Because it's a home game for a win? I, I think they beat Boise State, yeah. Last okay. time they came here, we did really well against them. I think yes. it's going to be the same thing. They lose Grant Hedrick, the quarterback, J.H.I., the running back. That's good for BYU. Number two. Very good. What's the chance BYU has a 10-win season by the end of the 2020 season? Mm. <laughs> this is really tough. A 10-win season goes against probably what we're talking about. But it goes with what Tom Homo said, which is, what if we only lose one or two games and we have a... 
10 or 11 win season. Now we've made some noise. I look at 2017 as the possible year where BYU could get 10 wins. LSU, Utah, at Utah State, Boise State, San Jose State, at Fresno State, UMass, at Hawaii, East Carolina. I see two P5 teams on there. There's still three games. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go 15%. It's going to be tough, but it can happen. You think 15% for 2017? No, no. Between now and through uh, the end of the 2020 season, the BYU has a 10-win season. A single 10-win season. Jerome. Jerome. <laughs> I'm going 80%. Woo! 80! Yeah. Especially uh, looking at 2017 schedule, two P5 teams, there's no way we don't win 10 games that season. There's a 10-win season in there somewhere. Absolutely. Okay. You've convinced me to raise mine, but I'm going to save the percentage for later. <laughs> Number three. What's the chance Anson Winder and Nate Austin play against San Diego? Winder with the sprained knee has missed two games. Nate Austin has missed last six weeks with a torn hamstring. The chance that both play against San Diego. We don't know their exact status yet, so this is an absolute guess. There is media availability this afternoon. We'll have that on BYTVSports.com, and we'll tweet links to those YouTube videos out. Hoping to hear word that both will play. Is it, is it a package deal? Is that this question? I believe so. Ben, okay. is that, Ben, is it a package deal? Winder and Austin. Winder and Austin, yes. Oh, I like the emphasis in the middle, yeah. too. Uh, I'll go 50% because I have no clue, so I just said 50. <laughs> what do you think? I'll say 5%. I don't think that mm. they, they're – I think they're smart enough they're not going to push an, an injured guy to come back too soon. It's they been still, six they still have a long season ahead of them. Six weeks. Okay, but it's both. That's true. Are they going to make Anson yeah. play already? I don't think so. I think they, they rest him, let him get healthy, and they got other guys in there. I mean, yeah, we want Anson, obviously. We need him. But uh, rest him up. Let him heal up so he can be healthy for the rest of the season. Michael Elisa bringing it. Number four. What's the chance Kyle Collinsworth gets his fifth triple-double on Saturday? Now, this all depends for me on if Nate Austin plays. If Nate Austin plays, he's going to steal some rebounds that Kyle would get. True. So I think that if uh, – I'm going to – I'm guessing that – Nate won't play, so I'll, I'll give Kyle a 42.6% chance to get his fifth triple-double on Saturday. What do you think? I'm going to say 63.59. You keep topping me, man. <laughs> but uh, I, I just think I like Kyle. I knew him from high school. He played at Provo. I was at Tempview. And, uh, rivalry. So I'm rooting for him, and I think he can do it. You never played against him in anything, did you? No. no. Football and hoops. It's different. Yep. There were some epic battles. Spencer and I were there to witness many of those. It was a lot of fun. Crazy games. Number five. Final one. What's the chance Spencer Linton actually shows up for work tomorrow? Road trip. Now, he's <laughs> missed the previous four shows. He's just on staycation. I talked to him last night just to make sure he was still alive. I saw his tweets. He's the source for Jimmer News now. Uh, I'll go 100%. He's fired up. He's ready to go for tomorrow. I'm going to say 0%. And, <laughs> and if that happens, then we can call, I don't know, me. You? Sure. I'll come tomorrow. You're ready to go, man. <laughs> We've had three different uh, guest hosts this week. It's been a lot of fun. That is What's the Chance. Crushed it, dude. Thanks. I would say you beat me on that. That was good. Well, we'll see. When looking at BYU's future football schedules, is it not enough, just right, or too tough? Use hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around, and tomorrow's guest lineup is Dynamite. Don't miss it. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Coming up tomorrow on the program, BYU's new strength and conditioning coach, Frank Wintrick. He'll tell us what uh, I can do to get uh, stronger. Plus, Devin Mahina from the (laughs) Senior Bowl from Mobile, Alabama. He's going to join us. He was kind of a late addition to to that game, which is awesome for his draft stock. Oh, yeah. And he's been doing well. 
I'm, I couldn't be happier. I, I was just, I, I didn't even know. I just saw it on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. and um, The source of all knowledge. Exactly. It used to be Wikipedia. And then it used to be like encyclopedias. The written word. word of, yeah, word of mouth. Exactly. Uh, there's not a ton going on in BYU sports, but there's some. So let's get to the Cougar Whip Around. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Soccer. The Cougars added two return missionaries and an enrollee. An early enrollee to the time uh, to the team for the upcoming spring season: Rachel Boaz, Courtney Wood, Josie Manwill, new Cougars for BYU women's soccer. The Cougars, listen to this: they're going to send out five missionaries by the end of the semester. Wow! Hashtag Track BYU. and field. Hashtag MTC. Today through Saturday is the Air Force Invitational in Colorado. Best of luck to the track teams. Today's rise and shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. How about Spencer Hadley? He was great. That beard is looking good. He and Van Noy. You see, you see that long hair sticking out of his hat, too? Uh, yeah, so it can stick out of the helmet. <laughs> awesome. Uh, he made the Raiders roster, jacked up his finger. Got the tough guy status on the team. Dude, a lot, a lot has happened for him. Got, and it, got a new car. And it's a redemption story with him. It, it's been really good. And it's a really new cool. car. When looking at BYU's future football schedule, is it not enough, just right, or too tough? Keep the tweets coming. Uh, at Family Budge, would much rather have an awesome schedule and lose a few instead of a weak schedule and undefeated. Awesome. Not everyone feels that way, but th- that's, that's the one way. Are you okay with not, with not being in a New Year's Six game maybe ever? If you schedule this hard, I don't, I don't think a New Year's Six is really in the cards, pro- uh, possibly. If you have an unbelievable season and do... Yes, yes. I mean what's probably going to play out given... Who and what BYU is. Especially what you're saying with we need to go undefeated. That's the only way being independent is the only way. To get into New Year's Six. I don't exactly. There are those that think otherwise. I do not think that. Hey, thanks to Spencer Adley and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show is on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYU Sports Nation. Thanks to Michael and Lisa. Guys, it's been fun. Nice. a great day. Nice job yeah, today. Thanks. For Michael, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Let's go Gary Nagy. Gary Nagy. Nagy. Awesome. I don't know who that is. BYU Sports Station, back at it tomorrow. Noon Eastern time. Spencer Linton may or may not return.